Christy Gordon is a meteorologist in Vancouver, British Columbia. So if you tune into the news, she might be doing the weather forecast. And she wanted to know about raining spiders. So I heard about raining spiders not too long ago. And I do have some experience with spiders. Not great experience. So I was a little curious as to what it is. Okay, so where did you come across raining spiders? Because for me, it was last spring or so. And there was a news story that just kept coming up on my Facebook feed. I think it was from Australia. And I did not have the heart to click on it and watch the video. (laughs) Yeah, same thing on social media as well. So you alluded to the fact that you have some experience with spiders. And it seems to me by this YouTube video that I've seen with you in it, you already know what what raining spiders is all about, potentially. (laughs) Yes, uh, slightly different, but uh, scary nonetheless. Yeah, I was on air and we have a a graphic that we use that's basically a camera that's on the top of a building and that shows sort of what the scene is outside. Right, so you'll get a nice sky line of Vancouver or something, for instance. That's right, exactly. And this one day when we went to it, there was a massive spider. Now, keep in mind, there are spiders on there um, every once in a while. It just happens. But this one day, the spider was in plain view. It was in focus. (laughs) So I I look in a screen and I can see what's in behind me, but it's not actually there. Anyway, so I see this massive (laughs) spider on the top of my head and I immediately freak out. It felt like it was on my head <laughs> and obviously I do know it's not real it just it caught me off guard and I find spiders creepy at the best of times let alone a massive one on the top of my head it made for a good YouTube video at, at the very least it's a bit embarrassing but <laughs> that's live television so do you feel like if you if you learn more about this phenomena of raining spiders do you think you'll become less scared no I don't think so at all I think it'll be the opposite <laughs> I think the answer will make me a little bit more worried as I go outside. (laughs) (laughs) So you're just, you're a glutton for punishment, yeah? I guess so. (laughs) I guess so. I'm Andrew Norton, and this is the Completely Optional Knowledge Podcast, brought to you by Greenpeace. Ask, inquire, seek the truth. The show where we take questions that make you go, huh? And we try and make you be like, oh. So to get answers about raining spiders, I talked to Martin Robinson, who is a naturalist at the Australian Museum in Sydney. And I was all like, this can't be as bad as it sounds. Right, Martin? Yeah, it does occur. Yeah, spiders, although they don't have wings, they're far from being immobile. And uh, young ones in particular, if they need to travel or disperse from the area where they've hatched out, they'll release a streamer of silk. And um, when this streamer or gossamer uh, catches on the wind and the pull of the wind is strong enough, then they just let go and let the wind take them to wherever it is going to take them. And uh, as the the wind tends to drop, then they lower in the sky until it snags on something, a rock or a a piece of vegetation. And then that's the spider's new home and it it, um, checks out the area and makes a a new web. Or alternatively, if the area where it lands is unsuitable, then it does the same thing over again, releases a gossamer of silk and takes off. So it's almost like a bit of a kite. Like if you were on the ground, you'd be seeing these long webs and connected to them, these spiders. And I guess that's why they call it kind of raining spiders, where you'd look up and just kind of spiders floating and and falling. That's right. And at times, this spider rain can be very, very heavy. And you get the ground and the bushes and uh, the 
the trees and the, the houses covered in this gossamer, which then gets the nickname of angel's hair. And you'll sometimes find whole paddocks covered in this shining, shimmering silk. And if you then check all the vegetation, you'll find there's lots of little tiny spiders. Is, is there a certain type of spider that, that does this? Most, most spiders. Do oh, it. wow. It does occur right the way around the world. It's not a, a unique phenomenon to Australia. Huh. The thing with us is that we tend to get a lot of the spiders waiting for the same conditions to all release at the same time. So you can get some very impressive looking silk enshrouded buildings and fences and things like that. It reminds me of some surfers kind of lined up on the beach waiting for, you know, the perfect wave to come in. Yeah, it's it's that sort of thing. And when the conditions are right, then they all let go together. And if you look up into the air at that time and the the light is right, you can see that the sunlight glinting on these little strands of silk with spider windsurfers on it. (laughs) And I know this made the news, at least here in North America. Is it like an annual occurrence or was it particularly big? Well, it's an annual occurrence, but you can get very heavy rain. The spiders can only do this when the conditions are right. And if the the conditions haven't been good, then they'll hold off. And in the meantime, more and more spiders are uh, uh, arriving and hatching out. And suddenly all the conditions are right. Everything is ready to go and they all take off together. And then you can get very, very heavy rains and everything gets festooned. And people walking outside will be festooned in the spider webs too. Festooned in spider webs. That is, that is a place I do not want to find myself. <laughs> if I'm ever fortunate or unfortunate enough, depending on, on our perspective, to mm. be caught in, in this kind of raining spiders phenomenon, mm. what do you recommend uh, I do? Well, I'd, I'd be certainly grabbing a magnifying glass. But um, <laughs> in, in fact, the spiders are, uh, that are doing this ballooning uh, yeah. really are tiny. They're about salt grain sized or pinhead sized. So they're tiny little things. So they're, they're never going to hurt you. I see. Um, all you, you need to do is to, to just brush them off. Or if you've got a lot of silk forming on you, just brush it off and wipe it onto the nearest plant. Yeah. And the baby spiders will happily start their new lives from that, that point. So you're, you're helping distribute life around the countryside when you, you get caught in the spider rain and you wipe the baby spiders off. I, I hope if I'm ever caught in a spider rain, you're there to uh, talk me down because cause I, I, I think then I, I'd be okay. I see. It's, it's a, a tickling sensation too, <laughs> so it's, it's nothing unpleasant. It's a fascinating and very ingenious uh, way of getting out of harm's way or, or seeing the world. Sailing on a strand of silk is a rather a romantic way of, of, of traveling. So that's interesting. Um, (laughs) First of all, he keeps talking about the silk being caught up on you and that being the most annoying part. I'm thinking, (laughs) wait a second, you're not worried about the spiders? Well, he says they, they, uh, what what does he say, they tickle? (laughs) He says they tickle and he says that they're as big as just the end of a pen. Right, which freaks me out more. Right? (laughs) So, So it made me think, hearing Martin talk about it raining spiders and really kind of like selling it to me. Like by the end, I'm like, hey, this doesn't sound so bad. Yeah, maybe I do want to see one. (laughs) I wonder if you could use that. Like if you made the normal rain sound that romantic to Vancouverites, (laughs) I think they'd really enjoy that.
Yes, good. Very good point. Although I have to say the mention of rain these days is not a bad thing. Right, right. Uh, yeah. But you're on a on a usual BC uh, winter when we're getting days and days of rain. Yeah, that kind of technique or that suave when talking yeah. about rain really would help, wouldn't it? You can say if you're lucky enough to be caught in it, you can look up and you can see it glisten and you'll be uh, helping Mother Nature spread water around the, the, the city. That's right. <laughs> That's a good technique. It's so honestly here, if it starts raining spiders in Vancouver, Vancouver, what do you do? Uh, if it starts raining spiders in Vancouver, um, I move to LA. They're going to cut to the weather and you're going to be gone. You're going to be out of there. <laughs> I am no longer gonna, going to be here. That's right. The Completely Optional Knowledge Podcast is produced by me, Andrew Norton, and is presented by Greenpeace. Our theme music was created by Breakmaster Cylinder. Our website is completelyoptionalknowledge.org, and that's where you can find past episodes. You can subscribe, and that's where you can also ask questions for future episodes. Just make sure they're not about raining spiders. We already did that one. Thanks again for listening, and we will be back again in two weeks with more Completely Optional Knowledge. 